This week's episode of the Alex Speaks podcast is dedicated to Dr. William Lee, the founder of the Sacramento Observer, the African-American newspaper. Not only was he the publisher of this very important newspaper, he was a change agent in our community. A few months ago, my good friend Lauren Lee was my co-host on my podcast, and Dr. William Lee is her grandpa. It is because of change agents like Dr. Lee that I am able to have a podcast and publish a book. To the Lee family, I am praying out to you. Now on to the episode. Welcome to Alex Speaks, the number one rated interview podcast in Sacramento by an 11-year-old. Each week, Alex brings you insight, advice, and wisdom from Capital City community leaders and his mom. And now the host of Alex Speaks, Alex Grievous. Welcome to another episode of the Alex Speaks Podcast. I am your host, Alex Grievous, and today I have a great show. show. My schedule is busy, I'm playing tennis, and I'm preparing for my debates for the debate team. And I'm back at the Hacker Lab. Since the third grade, I went to an after-school program at my school. Now I'm coding after an instructor with Makers XD. Makers XD is on a mission to rebuild the way youth view their path forward with education. The instructors at Makers XD offer a variety of skills and a variety of methods to obtain those skills. And when that happens, you get happy, purposeful humans, just like he says. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mr. Brandon is passionate about woodshop, digital art, and media, and video game development. He loves video games and making art, building props for the games, and teaching the code and mechanics behind games is his favorite part of teaching. Uh, Thank you for being a guest on my show today, Mr. Brennan. You're welcome. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so how did you get involved with Maker XD at the Hacker Lab? Um, well, I was supposed to be like, how did you get involved with YouTube? Be a weird question, right? You did it. Yeah. It's your own volition. Yeah. So I guess many of the things that we do that are mission related, we get involved with them because we wanted to. Um, but um, I found Hacker Labs resources just by Googling. Um, how, where access to tools would shop laser cutters was the tool I was looking for. It's this cool tool that uses light to cut through wood and plastic. Burns straight through it. But you can draw the shapes on a computer. So it's like, okay, well that makes life easier. So I sought out the tool and when I found the tool, 
it clicked that um, there's no one teaching this tool to like 12 year olds. And it's a really cool tool. And I liked making swords when I was 12 <laughs> and being able to draw a sword and then tell a machine to cut it out, mm -hmm. maybe cut 20 of them was the clicking point where I said, okay, well education can have a context because let's say the sword is 22 inches long. Well, that's a measurement. Well, now you got somebody caring about a measurement when they might not have cared about it before. So when you get tested in geometry and they ask you how long is an inch, well, you know how long 22 inches is, so you might know how long one inch is. So education is about just general common sense on how to live your life. So um, nobody pushed me in that direction, just like nobody pushed you in the direction of YouTube. I just do it because I want to. Um, and I found it the same way you found YouTube, through the internet. So um, that might be the way everyone finds their purpose and mission might through be through relationships or through the internet um, might be the way we find almost everything um, coming up here. So that might be the answer to all. You might just write that question in. I found it on the internet is the answer to that one. <laughs> um, Al, you, um, so how long have you been working at the Hacker Lab for? I don't work, well, I, I do work at the Hacker Lab, but not in the way that I suppose employ like employees work. Yeah, like um, you're a like separate like. Yeah, think of it like, worker. think of it like it's an ecosystem. And you love anything electronics, right? Um, well, not everything. But I like mean, no. But I mean that that's an interesting question. Probably everything electronic, yeah, because it inherently runs on a mysterious force. So why do you like electronics so much? That's a good question. Um. Oh, because of that mysterious force that runs behind it that we take for granted. Um, electronics in general are almost hard to c comprehend. Even if you know the rules of electricity and, you know, cur um, the current is equal to, you know, the voltage times the resistance yeah. or whatever. Um, it doesn't matter at that point. Uh, it's just super, super kind of quantum or small. And I don't know anything about it. So it's cool. You, I mean, your computer is just a fascinating machine, and that's electronic, so, and the water, it's not so fascinating, it's not electronic. So, they, that, that would be why I'm fascinated with electronics. They tend to do interesting things, that's why. Yeah, so what was your first one, though? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that, that I loved? Yeah. Like a Game Boy, definitely. My first electronic was a Wii, and my my aunt just gave it to my family and they're like here you can have it we don't need it because it does a lot i mean it's just it does a lot yeah i used to i used to play a lot of michael jackson <laughs> um so how would you describe yourself as a sixth grader <clears throat> top of the world man <laughs> it's the way that elementary school is designed you're at the top of a of a tier yeah um so top of the world for sixth grade um, but it's a really cool curric in California. You learn a lot of life sciences in sixth grade um, through our standard curriculum. So it's probably my favorite year of education because life sciences are super cool. Life sciences like um, what tree tree types, like genuses of the trees, uh, different e ecosystems and species within those ecosystems, and you basically could become a zoologist or something like that, or a, a biologist from there. So I like sixth grade because of life science curriculum in California. We so. haven't, we've barely started uh, science. Like we're learning about like graphs and stuff right now. So like we're 
so like we're making graphs and like it's like they're really like complicated kind of mm-hmm. and like we're make they're doing pie graphs and like they're doing normal graphs and it's just like really it's really complicated being able to read a graph i think is important yeah being able to draw a graph i don't know i don't it doesn't seem that important because you have many tools that we're now knowing okay put in a couple pieces of data ask everybody in your church what food they like the most and then write those pieces of food down okay and then just put those into a spreadsheet pizza five cake three um sushi ten and then just say hey uh google spreadsheets can you draw me a pie graph please and it'll do it for you perfectly change the colors for you anything so some things um you shouldn't feel bad that you shouldn't feel bad that are boring or overwhelming because computers do them really well. That's that's one thing. So did you up. grow up here in Sacramento? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I haven't left. <laughs> I mean, I've left, but I, I come back. <laughs> so what do you, you like to do besides teaching? I Video know that, games. I know walk, that you play a lot of League. Love, <laughs> not so much, actually. I love watching League. Um, yeah. It's like football. Do you watch football, guys? Not anymore. Nobody in this studio watching football. Okay, so it's like um, the way people watch sports. In your let's say you're 50 year old, your knee maybe hurts a little bit. Well, you don't play much football anymore. Maybe a little bit, but you love watching it. Same kind of thing. I play the game every now and then, but no, I mostly watch um, in my off time. Mm-hmm. But YouTube, research, learn, 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 find new skills, find the context of that skill, sink into an old skill. Test your skills, see if they're still relevant. Just YouTube them. Is Photoshop still the best software for graphic art? Just ask the question and look at the results. Um, of course, vet the content creators for their efficacy and transparency and credibility, right? Like, are they being, are they telling me the truth? Um, but other than that, YouTube is where I spend a lot of my time learning, absorbing. I know that you watch a lot of PewDiePie. <laughs> I like PewDiePie. Haven't been watching his YouTube uploads lately yeah. um, since the Minecraft uh, episode started going. Yeah. <laughs> started ending. Um, but that's just because I don't think I need to tap into that right now. He's not doing anything relevant right now. He hit a plateau. Actually, th- actually, going to predict it right now. PewDiePie will be done soon. He'll uh. disappear on purpose. Not. No, he's not going to fall. He's just going to delete his channel. Oh no. He reached a plateau. I don't think there's any point to go any further. He has a wife. He just got married. He can do a lot. He may, he has so much money. Happiness doesn't come from money, but man, it'll help him. Um, so I, I predict that PewDiePie deletes his channel uh, in 2020. So that's so. why I'm not watching his content. <laughs> so in your biography, you mentioned your, a lot about your job, but not a lot about you. So what are three things you would you would like to say about yourself? I don't believe in jobs, for one. I believe in <laughs> life. Um, and purpose so um generally i don't i also think hobbies are a general disrespect of your passions mm-hmm. so like when people have hobbies traditionally it meant because our economy was inherently flawed at the moment and so we were forced to do service-based things that we might not have liked to do but right now we're in a very 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 cool position where any human can potentially do exactly what they want to do if they can market themselves that's the like for instance, we're in a podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody really makes you do this. You are marketing yourself. Um, and that to me is a job and a mm-hmm. hobby and a mission and a life all in one. 
So my interests lie right where you would consider my job um, interests lying, but not in a traditional sense. I just combined the two so I can really enjoy every moment of my existence. I don't believe in working at all. I don't think I would ever work a day in my life past, you know, sports authority or hot topic or chilies when I was a young lad <laughs> building up momentum. But once you hit momentum and you hit peak force, your brain develops a little bit. You just see something for yourself. It's totally worth going for. Nothing less. Yeah. So I, I don't have interests that lie really outside of making um, too much music. Music wasn't mentioned. I love music. I think it's, um, a calming form of art overall over any other form of art um, so that's it though music dogs animals <laughs> I love nature but man getting out there is really a pain in the butt um, so yeah don't I wouldn't say that I don't have other interests but um, if you were wondering what I'm really really into it's really what we do day in and day out painting in Photoshop modeling in Maya running a script in Unreal Engine uh, making a new critique YouTube video, but making a VFX short where we throw fireballs and blow things up, like, and it's not real, right? It's an illusion. So, um, I would never blow something up. That's see, that's not my actual passion. <laughs> real pyromania, real explosions, real uh, violence, things like that. I actually, actually have no, I have no interest in any of that. I, I actually, I'm not, I don't like fighting or anything like that. So I, I do enjoy video games and and all that stuff, maybe because I don't really enjoy that kind of raw, visceral crap in real life, you know, so, um, yeah. Yeah. So I got involved with the Makers XD in the summer and really enjoyed creating video games and programming robots. Mm. I like computers, but didn't have any experience coding. Well, not a lot. I did, but not a lot. What would you say to a kid who would want to get started with coding? That's a good question. Um, well, once again, why would you want to get interested in coding? Take it one step further. What's the, yeah. there's always, I want a robot. I want a self-driving car. Um, I want a, a video game. I want to build my own computer. I want to hack. That's a big one. I want to hack things. <laughs> a lot of humans, this is interesting, right? But a lot of humans build on this under, underwhelming like uh, need for greed or deceit or something like that. So a lot of kids want to learn to code because they want to hack or they want to build a video game and get rich or they want to build a big war robot. Um, so uh. technically, I my suggestion would be to uh, think about why you want to learn to code first uh, and then seek out the various skills other than coding that go into that skill set, such as mathematics, um, maybe relative physics if you're looking to build simulations and code simulations. So co don't focus on code ever. Um, code is a skill. It's like focusing on a screwdriver. Mm -hmm. So um, instead have a, have a purpose, have a need. So want to do something and then figure out what language is best or coding is best and then follow a series of YouTube tutorials to get yourself there. <laughs> That's exactly what I would suggest. So I want to go to college and be a cartoonist, right? And being a coder would would be another job that I could have. So what classes would I take in college to be a coder? And did you be a coder in college? Uh, no, co college is fun. College is like a, 
College is like you're playing a video game and instead of going into the competition section, you go into the training section. And then college is really cool because you get to choose what you want to train. Yeah. But you don't let the dang game or the college tell you what you're worth ever. Okay. So you grind out what you want, take what you want, disregard the degrees unless the degree is a means to an end. Such as if you wanted to work in that room over there, in that degree, I'm making up a room. And it says uh, you need to have an architectural license 3A5 to work in that room. Well, you should get the little license so you can work in the room. You have a means to an end. But don't get the license if you didn't want to work in the room unless you were just having fun. So mm -hmm. in college, you pick out things you want to learn and then you bounce out. Mm -hmm. And you're gone. Meet professors, get jobs with them, meet their friends, make... Uh, or make sure you finish the degree because the next job says if you didn't get that degree, we actually can't hire you. So college is about strategizing and coming up with a plan for yourself. The second I have a plan for myself, I got the heck out of college. So I think I bounced out of college at Sac State um, mostly because I didn't like high-end mathematics in college. I really like social sciences, um, but I can't tell you really what purpose or, or what, what, I, what kind of coding I learned in college, except for the basic C++ course that I took. Failed once, got a C in the, the next version. Um, my favorite coding class was not a real coding class. It was called pseudocode, and it's required for engineers. And uh, you write code in handwriting on a piece of paper, and it describes the logic behind the code. And that, to me, was the best. Mm -hmm. It was the most common element behind all the languages. So that would be the, the code I did learn in college, would be C++ and some pseudocode and some website design. I'd, um, you can go way further than that and learn really good stuff in college when it comes to code. You just should have a purpose behind it, and I didn't. Yeah, so I I wanted to, I noticed that a lot of like cartoonists drop out of college for some reason. Like, I know, and, like, they go over to YouTube, like, uh, the odd ones out in Jaden Animations, but I don't really want to be like those, so I want to stick until then. Maybe have a YouTube channel, but also work at, like, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or one of those. So I don't really want to, like, drop out of college and be a YouTuber. I want to be, I want to get a degree in cartoon tuning and then go to a job and then later create a YouTube channel where I could could make like animations for certain things. Yeah, there's no saying that those people would still have the same opportunity if they waited, right? So that I think was their pro and con list. Will, will, will I still have the opportunity to be a big YouTuber if I don't sink in all my time right now? Maybe not. Well, then I'm going to do it. They're really successful though. And so they made the right gamble. Yeah. You don't know about the ones that didn't. Yeah. Okay. But there's a longer list. So your little strategy is good. Your strategy says that I'm going to be alive, I'm going to be healthy, I'm going to take care of myself, and I can do this later. But I'm going to take care of all these other check marks just in case. Yeah, because there was a girl, I think she was in our last class, our, our, our toy-making mm -hmm. class. She had, and like, she had a, she had an animation channel, and like, it's, like, it's called Short Storm. Mm -hmm. And like, she has a lot of animations, and like, she has like 74 subscribers because of it. Yeah, she won't stop, I'm sure, either. Um, but college is not necessary to be a cartoonist, but many studios yeah. would require that along the way you do have a college degree, um, especially for um, entry-level positions within those networks or studios. So what you want to do is don't guess this. You look this up. 
you see what the requirement is, and you consistently check it to see as it changes. What you'll notice is there are not jobs like you think there are. There are projects. You get hired for a project, then you're let go again. That's how these, a lot of industries, engineering, art industries work. It's not a state job. You don't get to sit and get a payroll anymore. There's only a couple, they're very top heavy organizations. They have some admins with little to no talent, probably taking most of the money. So you're project based. So you need to look at projects, things you need to get hired on and look at the requirements. Luckily, they're very forthcoming about their requirements, overtuned. So they'll say things like 10 years of experience drawing on a network, five years having been hired, 80 years on the planet. What, what, what did you just, so they're overtuned requirements that are generally meant to scare you off. Apply for everything. Build up your portfolio. Have 74 videos on your YouTube channel with 74 subscribers. It's your portfolio. It's what you have to show. And the college is two things. Networking, huge. By getting that degree, you show your professor who, maybe you have an illustrative professor who has a bunch of best friends at Nickelodeon, but he would never, she would never suggest you unless you really showed grit, finished your degree, came back to her and said, can I get this letter of referral? And she goes, you know what, I'm gonna give my person, Linda, a call at Nickelodeon. And get, I'm not making these things up. These things happen all the time. I know people that they've happened to um, from Makers XD. So um, my suggestion is that you're, you're doing good by wanting to go to college, wanting to be a cartoonist, wanting to finish the degree, but keep your brain focused on your portfolio and your relationships or else it was meaningless. Mm -hmm. um, if you got your degree, learned how to make cartoons and then step back and went, okay, world, hire me up, let's go. I do cartoons. Um, it's most likely that nothing's gonna happen, much the same as getting bit by a shark or struck by lightning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very rare. So you teach kids how to design video games. So what kind of video game have you made? Oh, uh, many prototypes. I like RPG video games, basic arcade Galaga games, little calculators, uh, like little cookie clicker stuff, uh, feed your pet like treats and watch them grow like Nintendo. Um, yeah just testing things out but uh, making a game would be like building a house um what i like to do would be like building sheds so house shed um building a house is a commitment something you should take seriously something you should maybe get some help with um maybe you should have built quite a few sheds first mm -hmm. Maybe seen those sheds break first, know how they broke, so that you know how to make your house so it won't break, because it's what a tragedy. Put so much work into something that would break. Um, and the same metaphor for foundation, framing, uh, aesthetics, interior design goes into the game as well. You must lay down a solid foundation. If it's a multiplayer game or a single player game or a puzzle game or a card game, and then you frame it out, and then you need art, and then you need polish, not literally polish, but like polish, like the animations can't glitch and stuff, you know, we can't clip into walls. Stuff you know, but maybe our view or listeners don't know about, but you know what I'm talking about. I remember uh, the summer we were doing our video game design class, and like you showed us this like RPG thing. Mm -hmm. Well, like you were showing us your prototype of a video game, and like you were going to expand on that. But then like you showed us like this RPG. Or, like, this, like, kind of RPG where, like, it's kind of like Zelda. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember it was kind of like Zelda. And, like, I really, like, I was like, wow, I want to do something like that. Because that looks really cool. I, I think because you probably want to tell stories. Yeah. And RPGs allow you to tell stories rather than just throw a bunch of 
mobs or enemies at the player and make them click fastly to you know to eliminate yeah. them so there's some more compelling design in art and what you're saying rpgs role-playing games yeah they're i think they're the superior game for developing stories and creative storytelling which can help um, people get through advert trauma trauma in their life you know or get through hard times or you know whatever so rpgs can kind of help people's soul if you will yeah so you are really good at teaching so what is your favorite thing about teaching not sure i think it's like um you know do you have any siblings um no you have cousins though yeah i have a lot of them yeah you know um you can like play pretend you know and like um like go in the backyard and get like sticks and like fight right yeah well the world turns out to be a little bit more cruel than that little pretend sequence so yeah. like if you were really fighting with swords well somebody can die right so the stick version is a little more fun to me so the classroom represents a set of humans that aren't thrown into the miserable cold world yet they're kind of protected so we're playing and that act of playing to me is much more enjoyable than the real bitter world that continues to change that there's a lot of salvation in um, but helping others to see those paths and see those lights and tunnels towards their purpose much better use of my time than going out and just standing up there and succeeding myself so i see a nice tunnel for myself let's go boom but i can't really help anybody else if i go for it myself so much like um much like somebody like a preacher or a pastor or a youth pastor you must you must sit right here and help pull other people up right and then be like all right you can go that way this way this way or make your own way so I think being a teacher, you get to sit kind of underneath the real world in this nice playground and have fun and imagine things. And uh, yeah, that's why I like it. So if you can tell your 11-year-old self anything, what would you say? Hmm. Oh, um, don't eat gluten. <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Because it just builds up. Don't eat gluten and sugar. Oh. In, any, in any unmoderated amount. It builds up consistently over your life. And uh, just makes you have to considerably change your diet later on in order to deal with it. But if you maybe moderate your sugar and gl gluten use over your life. I think diet's one of the most important things on, in our existence. I mean, absolutely. I think it drives most of our hor high suicide rate these days. Mm -hmm. Especially in males who tend to have horrible diets at the ages in which they're committing suicide, et cetera, right? So like, let's just, that's a huge drastic result of, of depression, but I think diet leads to massive anxiety, depression, ADD, et cetera. Um, yeah, irritability, things like that. So thank you, Mr. Brandon, for being on my show. You're welcome. I like going to the Hacker Lab and coding and making content on YouTube. So how would you like to end this show and do you have any announcements? Um, oh, uh, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's put some word out there that the classes for Makers XD are open um, for homeschool families during the day and for public and private school families that want to create games after school. So Alex is not um, a part of a special club of people who get to do something. It's actually available to everyone. He just found out about it first. So yeah, makersxd.com. Check out what you see. Enroll in what you want. Talk to us. Give us a call, an email. Um, and let Alex's testimonial be serve as a piece of credibility that we're we're trying to do something different and it seems to work for some 
um, as this young man here is very competent and creative. Um, and uh, within those frameworks, he's able to climb quickly and learn new skills, adapt to those skills, drop the skills he doesn't want, which is probably the most important thing as we close off here is um, the whole world is interesting, but finding out what you're not interested in is some of the most important things you could do as a kid. And um, don't cling on to your dreams if you truly find that you're not interested in them, such as skateboarding would have been my dream at your age. <laughs> And I am so glad I did not seek that out further. I am not interested in that at all. It was a delusion because of other people doing it. Um, I do not like hurting myself. So um, that'd be my last piece of advice is just always reassess your purpose and uh, be fine with uh, seeking out counsel and others or God or whatever you, whatever you respect or trust. It's just keep criticizing yourself, reassessing yourself and then rewarding yourself um, consistently for doing good things like this podcast. Thank you. Um, so if you you guys have an, a suggestion, go to my email at alexgreviousspeaks at gmail.com, and I'll see you guys next time. Woo-woo! Train noise. <laughs>